Get the butter. Everything's awesome when you're drunk, right? Well, yeah, there's that. Sun's out, tits out. F2 Edwin <laughs> This is what they do Quitters never give up Go ahead And from what I understand Quitters never give up Fucking amazing but Quitters never never give up Right 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 well Yeah Quitters never, what the hell is it called? Quitters never give up. That's it. Quitters never give up. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. What? (laughs) (laughs) That is disgusting. Hola, party people. It's episode 102 of Quitters Never Give Up. I'm here with uh, two of the other quitters. This is Edwin. Yes. And uh, Lindsay coming from her car. Jen, I don't know where Jen is. She'll be here soon, hopefully. Jen's on assignment at Dusty's Pet Shop. Drew is out as well. And let's get started with the week that was. We're doing that? Okay, hold on. This is excellent waiting music. It is good. That's a good jam. It's Bobby Caldwell. Who? Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin? No, Edwin. Oh, I'm sorry. One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. 2012. Well, I was worried because I don't really want to talk to him. No, no one does. No one does. Barf. We're doing the week that was March 12 to 16, 2012. Let's start off. We know Omar ruined St. Patrick's Day for everybody. Let's see what Kevin was doing in 2012 since they couldn't do a live show. Are you guys celebrating the, the St. Patrick's Day anywhere? You I'm going to the parties, Kings game. Anything? Going to the Kings game. Saturday night. Nothing says Ireland like ice hockey. <laughs> That's right. You know, they love their ice hockey in Ireland. That's right. They love once, it. The, once the peat farms freeze over, they get out there with their skates. <laughs> Lisa, what are you going to do? I'm going to go to an Irish bar. Good for you, Lisa. Thank God you're Have celebrating. for your people. I'll go hockey. That's awesome. <laughs> I'll go watch Canadians and Russians <laughs> hit rubber. It's a good time, Patrick. So at least Lisa was going to an Irish bar. Kevin's going to a Kings game. Now, Kevin has been on a roll getting the wrong name for almost every guest. And it happened again. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? We have a uh, comedian in the studio, Greg, Greg Fitzsimmons. Which His I've not, name is very hard for you. I'm pretty sure I've not said that good once. Nope. Greg Fitzsimmons. All right. So we've got him in the studio. We have uh, Pam Greer on the program today. Excellent. Who you know we love. Mm-hmm. So Kevin said Pam Greer, the great actress from the Black Sportation Pictures. Any guesses on who really was on the show? Uh, um... Judy Greer. Right. <laughs> so he got one part of it right. And Ralph came in to mock him. Time for the Ralph Shobas beat. What's going on, Ralph? Uh, before I get to the beat, I do want to clear up any confusion with our listeners. Uh, Judy Greer will be on the show later today. Uh, Pam Greer will not be stopping uh, by. I don't think uh, legendary <laughs> black exploitation actress Pam Greer will be on the show today. I'm pretty sure Darn it. Judy Greer will be on. Uh, so Dave told me that in the office, that Judy Greer is going to be in, at 9.05. And I said, okay, great. And then I, m- I remembered that last time I got her confused with Pam Greer. Right. So I walked right in here and wrote down on my paper Pam Greer. Yep. And you sure said that this morning. And then I so. said Pam And Greer. I said, great. Yes. <laughs> no one's paying any attention anymore. So Pam Greer not going to be here. Judy. Look, I wasn't in the meeting this morning. You didn't know. know. You didn't know who was going to show what? up. Things change. Don't That's go right. by what I say. That's right. So uh, Judy, our good friend Judy Greer will be That's here. better. Super talented, lovely actress. Love her so much. Yeah. So an Archer, of course, who was in The Descendants recently. Sure. Oscar-nominated film. So. Not Pam Greer, Judy Greer. Now let's go to that Pam Greer. <laughs> now I'm doing it. Judy Greer did come on. Now, listen to this. It's going to remind you of the great Jen Sunshine when she was on last week. Well, this looks really funny. It must it must have a small budget, though, because I haven't seen much about it, and it looks like the kind of movie I would love. I know. It is an independent movie, and um, Paramount is releasing it, and um, 
And yeah, like it's a little movie, but it has a lot of heart. I mean, I think that um, I don't feel like we're seeing as many independent movies these days. And this one is like a real, it's a real independent movie. It's like all the things you want to laugh and you want to cry a little, and you see like actors you love playing roles you don't always see them play. Um, and the story is is really beautifully told, and the way that they shoot and edit the movie too is so creative. These guys are amazing. They're like I think going to be like the next great American filmmakers. Wow! Our producer Dave saw Judy, and he just came back raving. He really loved it. Yeah, I mean, people have been really loving it, and I and I want like I want everyone to go see it, but I also don't want to be like you know don't expect to laugh the whole time because uh, that also sounds awful. And right. I just said that on the air, but um. But, like, it, you know, because I, I, I don't want people to, like, go in thinking it's going to be a broad comedy because of Jason and Ed, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Only laughs. Yeah, exactly. That's what you, it's not only laughs. It looks, sounds like there's some real heart in it. Yes, there's loads of it. So Ed does not get a tattoo at any time on his face during this film? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll try it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Is so there a monkey? Is there a monkey at any point in the film? No animal. No animal. Oh, Judy, I don't know. No, there's a Porsche, though. Oh, all right. About that. There's, there's a Porsche. Are okay. you being attacked yeah. by a dog? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> he, he needs to call some, for some help, or uh, what's going on there? No. Oh, okay. me? Oh, that dog. Oh, I thought you were talking about the movie. No, no, yeah, I'm talking about in your, in your real life, it sounds like you're being attacked. I know. My dog is really big, and he sounds really scary, but he's not. But okay. there's a man who walks his dog around the block every day at the same time. I and see. My dog barks at it every day at the same time, and um, that's why I'm, like, sequestered in the back bedroom. But you can still hear it. Sorry about that. no furniture, and that's the end of that story. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, when I was listening to this, if you really concentrate, you can hear in the background the dog's going nuts. So it reminded me of Jen. And Granite did not like them puppies. Granite was saying, F them puppies. I speak dog. And uh, let, let's skip ahead here. This was a big deal. Do you remember when Alice and Brie came on the show? Beam was on vacation, so we all remember what happened. Christopher, you're, you're ready to say it. What happened? Uh, did they... He wanted to meet her, right? Did he have a question there, right? Or was, was that someone else? I don't remember. <laughs> remember, they called Beam because he was on vacation. And then they hung on bottom. So let's see how it started out. Uh, can you stay for another break? Because yeah. we haven't talked about Mad Men yet. All right, yeah. talk a little about that. You saw it last night, right? No. You saw the first episode last night? I did. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> and maybe we can give Bean a call, too, since oh, he's good. such an Alice and fan. Bean. <laughs> That's what we say. Yeah, Allison was coming at Bean hard. So then they did decide they were going to call Bean. So Bean's a huge fan. He's on vacation this week. We thought we'd call him. Let's call him. Just to, be, just to be nice. Let's just to say hello. Him. Just to say hi. But we can't, like, let's... If he answers, especially, we're going to hang up pretty quickly. Okay. It's more of a burn. We okay, don't really I mean, want to call him. Way to give oh, right. away the punchline. I mean, no. right. Way Gross. to give away the punchline, dude. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. want to make sure we're all on the same page. Oh, yeah. Well, you Thanks control for the button. Me. Well, I was worried because I don't really want to talk to him. Yeah, no one does. No one does. Barf. <laughs> <laughs> this tape is going to come in so barf. useful. Just the word barf. <laughs> yeah, hey. That's how he answers the phone. <laughs> Douchebag. He does. I don't know why he says that. Yeah, hey. Hello? Hello? Yes? Is this hey. Bean Baxter? It is. It's Ralph Garman from the Kevin and Bean Show here. What the hell's going on? That hey, was an unfriendly hello, by the way. Bean doesn't like calls. Yeah. No, it's very it's very rare when my, my phone rings, and it's generally not good news. Yeah. This is good news. We have Allison Bree here. Uh, Hi, Bean. Oh, we must have lost the connection. Oh. Damn these phones. We I always hate it when that happens. These are the most unpredictable phones. Did here you at the hear how excited he was? <laughs> That's awesome. I love this joke. Who else can we pray? Let's call my mom. Yeah, let's call your mom. Give us your number. We'll do it. Well, you got no shirts on. Mom, I have no shirts. <laughs> Allison, you're the best. Love line can't have you. I'm sorry. Yes, oh, you're ours right. now. You're Deal. ours now. Yeah, an all-time great moment. Remember, they did that with Weird Al, too. He came in the studio. Beam was on vacation. They did the same prank on him. <laughs> I said, I do like what she... She was talking trash about being the whole time. By the way, you should go back to the archive and look it up. She was very funny. The entire interview. Well, I was worried because I don't really want to talk to him. Yeah, no one does. No one does. Barf. <laughs> Barf. <laughs> now we have a tenuous connection with Allison Brie too. Here's a clip. This is from How Did This Get Made, episode 188, Body Rock. Listen to this. 
Well, we're very excited tonight. Uh, this is something we've been wanting to have on the podcast for a long time. Uh, she starred along with us in uh, the movie The Disaster Artist. You know her from Mad Men, from Community, and the amazingly hit uh, Netflix show Glow. Please welcome Allison Brie. Did you guys hear that? That was me clapping in the background. I went to that show. <laughs> I'm oh, grasping I... at straws for any connection. How did this get made? No, I did go to that show. I saw Alison Brie, episode 188 of Body Rock at the Largo. So how did this get made? We want to do a show with you. Contact us. Yeah, I'm sure they're reaching out. When they hear this professional episode, they're going to jump at the chance. Exactly. (laughs) The phone's going off right now. Oh, my goodness. This was the week that Will Ferrell's Spanish language movie came out, Casa de Mi Padre which I saw and I thought was very funny. So he actually came in the studio. He was there, God, for about half the show. So they're kind of asking him, why did you make a Spanish language movie? Will Ferrell has joined us in the studio. Again? Yes, sir. Will, what are you doing? Come on. What are you doing? (laughs) What? Casa de mi padre. Start from, go back to the beginning and tell me, like, how did you get the idea? How did it not get discarded immediately? (laughs) What are you doing? Listen, he's Will Ferrell. No ideas get discarded this anymore. This movie is all in Spanish. Todo en español. Okay. And not, you, and you not, know habla. As Ralph said, Toto in Spanish. <laughs> he did say that, yeah. Toto. Toto. The, the African the, the band. I love those guys. Yeah. It's not the legendary band. All the way. No, that's Toto. Yeah, that's with a D. That's Toto. Oh. No. Uh, but you don't know habla. No, I don't habla. Okay. I hablaed in high school for three years. Right. We all did. We and all then did. forgot it. Uh, and then, uh, no, I, for a long time, had the craziest idea of putting myself in a Spanish-language film, okay. and I finally yeah. executed it. I just envision, like, a like a bloated Will Ferrell yeah. smoking pot on a couch, like Elvis right. towards the end, when he's got his guys around him, the mafia, who are just doing whatever he says, uh, and he's shooting out TVs, and he says, I want to make a Spanish. I've got to do it. And guys, every, guys, but, gather around. But everybody else there. I've got a great idea. All right, hands in. Hands in. <laughs> is what every, we're going to do. Everybody else there was just as high as he was. They all thought <laughs> yeah. it sounded oh, great. That sounds awesome. But no, from watching telenovelas. Yes. I, I, we, we, if we've all we've all glanced at them. At yes, least. they're awesome. Because uh, there's always hot women on it. Right. right. And there's always um, uh, weird fashion styles, even though they're they're shot in current day. Yes. Right? Um, Slightly out of time. And <laughs> I, I just I was all, I would always marvel at them and and. And it hit me one day, like, putting myself in that world could be amusing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Okay, now, at some point, you have to take that idea, then, and you have to... Make a movie. Put it out there and have people accept it and then make it. Yeah. Was that easy? Uh, no, 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 no. That's why this is not a studio picture. Did so? Uh, you shopped it around, right? We you went to the studios. Around. We shopped it around. You know, we actually went the independent financing route, which means... The studios would pay for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? The Swedish School Fundraiser. That's <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, it's a Mats Wielander production. From yes. four years ago. Yeah. Uh, no, we, we, we went around town, and uh, there was a couple companies that were interested, but one in particular, Nala Films. Um, they got the idea right away and said, here, we'll give you five million bucks wow. to do this thing. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm just happy because you don't see many films shot in Mexico scope anymore. No. So I'm glad That's, that finally wait, someone's making a movie in Mexico back. scope. What is that? Yeah. That uh, our, the format the film is shot in. Oh, our Mexico director, scope. Matt Piedmont, at the beginning of the film has this elaborate kind of kitschy uh, <laughs> logo logo with an eagle uh, <laughs> attacking a snake on yeah. the top and it says dun, 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 like filmed in Mexico scope <laughs> the two words swing out like on on, yeah. on dowels so it's, it's like nothing. it's kind of just swung out slowly in front of the camera and it says and Mexico then got, scope now here's the funny thing Will Ferrell came in he was on a long time here's what happened on the next break ladies and gentlemen can I please have your attention stop what you're doing and listen I love Scott. Scott is Scott Scott. What's a Christmas gram? I want one. Hey-o. All we are is dust in the wind. We're going streaking! You're not on fire, Ricky Bobby! Help me, Jesus! Help me, Jewish God! Help me, Tom Cruise! Tom Cruise, use your witchcraft to get a fire right! Tomorrow, after the game, I, Jackie Moon, will wrestle a bear. Where are you going? I'm going upstairs. Because I'm going to put my nut on your drum set. What is it, Chaka? What'd you say? Chorizo tacos. Chorizo tacos. Are you saying chorizo tacos? You have the right to remain silent. 
Anything you do or say can be used. What's the next part? Hierro a la muchacha. Déjala ir. Y los dos nos vamos. Solo te daré una oportunidad. Suelta a la mujer y te dejo vivir. Will Farrell passed away in his sleep. He was found by his publicist. He will be missed. Will Farrell. Oh, we had that. We we're supposed to play it at the beginning, so uh, right. but I forgot. So Look, we got to use the production. Yeah. That's right. After what we paid for that, we right. were using it. After the, the man hours spent to put that thing together. That's right. Come on. Will Farrell must have been on an hour before Kevin finally played that intro. <laughs> Oh, you got to love the cab dog. You can tell when Bean's not there to keep the show on the rails. <laughs> Let's finish up. What's the best annual tradition on Kevin and Bean while on K-Rock? Cat going to South by Southwest. So it was a year <laughs> ago when she did her famous call. So they checked in again. Let's see how she's doing in 2012. Take Cat. Not too loud. You're too loud. Oh, already your voice is gone. Oh, guys. <laughs> Sweet. Cat, you flew out on Wednesday? Yes, she flew out on Wednesday. She was tweeting something on Thursday about seeing Lionel Richie at midnight someplace. And I was like, no, you're not. That's the weirdest thing. You didn't see Lionel Richie. That was awesome. You oh saw Lionel God. Richie? He played at midnight. Right. I, I was like, what? Is but that Kat, a typo? But he's still Lionel Richie, right? No, but it was awesome. It wasn't awesome. It was awesome. Everything's awesome when you're drunk, right? Well, yeah, there's that. Okay. I heard you saw Springsteen last night. That was awesome. He uh, he just rocked it, and uh, I won a lottery. I won the ticket in, like, a South by lottery to get into that show. I can't even believe it. Can't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> oh, my God. Not a word. You won it in a lottery, so you just put your name in and they did a drawing? Yeah, because it was such an exclusive show. And uh, Tom Morello played. Oh, he, they did Ghost of Tom Joad? Yep. Oh. Um, Jimmy Cliff came out and they did The Heart of the Calm. The Arcade Fire came out. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? My head would explode. I know. It was. I just love Cat at South by Southwest. <laughs> wasn't that Ralph? That was Ralph's impression, wasn't it? This was the real Cat for once. That's where he, that he must have based his impression on this segment. I love the idea. Cat, Lionel Richie, Raids Against a Machine, Bruce Springsteen all together. This is like Mad Libs. This is like a fever dream I had. Well, so Cat sounded good. Well, when Cat was, um, well, where did I hear Cat? Cat went to a, a, one of those Prince Underground shows. Oh, yeah. She, she was on one of the podcasts and she talked about the one of those Prince Underground shows where they, he just plays at someone's house for about three, four hours. Well, a song for three, four hours, but plays the whole night. And she got stuck in the bathroom. That was hilarious. That's right. Yeah. Well, that was at like his complex, wasn't it? I don't know. She didn't really say. Where I remember it was. that I story. Might have been. Yeah, and she got yeah she got locked in the bathroom. That's kind of that's kind of the best way to go though. Can you imagine? Edwin found dead in the bathroom of Prince's complex after a long show. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to say Lisa up. May's house. Oh, I, I was going to say, come on now. Let's finish up with one last thing. Let's run back to Judy Greer. She's telling a story, and this is how she ended it. Holy buckets. <laughs> Holy buckets. Just like Queen Jay. That's her expression, too. Very cute. <laughs> uh, that's the week that was. Back to you. All right, all right. Nice work. Yeah, Pam Greer and, and Judy Greer, pretty much the same person. <laughs> I think they're really To us, good. they are. <laughs> Why do right. some people turn out? Turn out? Oh, shit. They turn Who's out for the show out? because of those clips. Don't, didn't you get the clip I sent? Or I, It wasn't for the show, but I sent it on Discord. It was Drew saying it, except he said turn out instead of, so I I said we should cho- we should change it. I'll see if I can share sound on this phone, but Ooh, this why do people turn out? Lindsay and Christopher can do more on their phone than I could do with the supercomputer, so I'm always jealous. It's going to take me a minute, so carry on. Carry on. All right. Not only playoff poops, I've got the butthole pucker. I've oh. got it all happening right now. Nailed it. Ow! 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 get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Oh. 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 Stop! 
Scatological. All right, and the podcast roundup. That's right. This week, the Cup of Tea and a Chat show was back, and they led. They were strong with some Connie talk. Uh, exhale a little bit. We can yes. relax. We're yes. not. We got smooth sailing ahead. We're going to meet a lovely teabagger named Connie on the show today. Our mm-hmm. second Connie, by the way, that we've had as a quizzer since we've been doing the program. Yeah. And I love the name Connie. By the way, is it Connie Chung? Connie oh, Chung, I okay. admire very much. Part of the reason wow. I went to the University of Maryland is because Connie wow. Chung went there and she okay. was in the media and television department. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Connie Britton, obviously, one of television's obviously. greatest actress. Connie Con- Selica, lovely. Selica, yes. Yeah. Condoleezza Rice, right? Very, is she a Connie? Uh, I mean, I'm sure that's what people... You think they call her Condi? I bet they call oh, her yeah. Connie. Wouldn't you think? No. You think she's a Condi? Or Eliza. Or Dee Dee. Oh, I bet she's a DD. A lot of choices there with She Condoleezza. couldn't be less of a DD, actually, now that I really think about it. Okay, <laughs> no, yeah. Right. That had me wishing for the static back. I was, I was just, please bring back this. Bring it back. <laughs> Wait, now it's the perfect time to use my drop. Hold on. <laughs> I don't think this is going to work, but I'm going to try it. Why do people turn out? Did that work? Well done. Yes, it worked. <laughs> Perfect. Wait, I can't tell if you're missing. <laughs> no, it worked. It came out great. Yay! You know, turning out is slang for when pimps make a woman become a hooker. So it that's is why. Wow. Yeah. 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 So that's well, why. Why do they turn out then? Why do pimps for money. do that? For money. Okay. Last week, Edwin, you said this. Oh, being on Top 40 Radio, God, I wish I could have heard that. Being do another app show with Footloose. Well, Edwin, you may get your wish. Bean is applying for a job in Top 40 Radio. Allie, I'm at a real career crossroads right now. Oh, shit. I've got troubles. Oh, no. Okay, I had had a video chat with my new program director at Radio Essentials in Sheffield, UK, right? Right. It feels so much like going backwards to me mm-hmm. yeah. because we played tape of me before from the 80s, right? When mm-hmm. I was a flamethrowing top 40 hot rocking DJ, right? Right. I've, I hope, evolved a lot since then. I've been doing it much different. I'm a speech presenter, as we say in my country, a talk mm-hmm. show host, as we say in yours, and have been for decades now. Mm-hmm. Is it going backwards for me to now be talking over a 14-second intro of a record. But then I go, well, the reason is because now I'm trying to prove myself to a whole new industry, I guess. I think you just nailed it right there. You are trying to prove yourself, which you don't really have to do. But I think maybe you you suck it up for a little bit because where I can see you, and which would be the dream I know for you, is like doing a morning-type show again Mm -hmm. over there. I would love that. He did bring in some of his breaks. Let me make sure I understand what you're saying. You overdid it last night. Too much St. Patrick's Day partying. You've stumbled to the radio this morning. You're turning it on, looking for a little sweet relief, some peace and quiet. Well, boy, have you come to the wrong place because we can't stop, won't stop. Not on the weekend. This is Essentials. Can't stop, won't stop. That's right. Uh, Hearing an OAP say that always cracks me up. It it is good. He's really good at at Top 40 Radio, I, I have to say. Uh, it it is really smooth and and listen, listen to break too. All your favorite music all weekend long here on Essentials. So great to be with you here today. You know, this station didn't exist on DAB until just a couple of months ago. We did that. We manifested that with our mind and we made it happen. Now, if we could only use the power of our brains and somehow produce some cheese toasties, then we'd be on to something. I will say, uh, this is giving me a flashback to the Casa de Mi Padre talk, because it's the concept. To think of being just doing a top 30 radio show like it's the 80s, just makes it makes me laugh right now. So I wish he would do that. I hope that's what he's going to do. It sounds like it's a throwback to the old days, yeah. Allie's trying to talk him into doing it, and you know she's doing the Lord's work. Bean is having a, a conflict because he, he doesn't want to go back. Uh, a caller called in and said he should do Flash Phillips. He should just basically say he's Flash Phillips and go on as Flash Phillips. So it really wouldn't affect his name, which makes a lot of sense to me. 
Oh, I hope he does that. Can you imagine the return of Flash Phillips? Oh, that would do be that amazing. whole flamethrowing 80s style and call himself Flash Phillips again. Please, uh, Bean, if you're out there, please. <laughs> if you hear this at one point, just please bring it back. Please bring, bring it back. But uh, he, the last thing I'll play is his clip where he does, uh, where he intros a Taylor, or not intros, talks over a Taylor Swift song. All right, fellow Swifties, this might blow your mind if you haven't thought about it this way. New Romantics, that song right there, is from Taylor's 1989 album, which is five albums ago now. That's how prolific our girl is. Flash Phillips. Flash Phillips. He went on to say that he never played a uh, Taylor Swift song, and it felt so good for him to say it. It felt so natural. So I think that's what's bringing him back. Oh, I want this so much. <laughs> Oh, if there's some way for you to stream English radio, it's Radio Essentials. So look for that, Edwin. You remember Shots with Shahi? Well, Bean and Ali remember Shots with Shahi. Okay, yeah, so I don't sorry. know this this Sarah Shahi show, but does she get oh. naked in it? Oh, Bean, she soups neck in oh, wow. two seasons. This show is softcore porn on Whoa. on Netflix. What's it called? Sex Life. I love Sarah Shahi. Remember when Sarah used to come in and we would do shots with Shahi? Mm-hmm. I and sure we, do. We would just get hammered in the morning. Kevin would take an Uber. I would take an Uber to yeah. the show at 5 a.m. Because <laughs> at 9 a.m. we were going to do shots with Sarah Shahi. She's the most fun guest we ever had on the Kevin Abid show. Such a delight. And Good so times. pretty. And so oh my darned God. pretty. Stunning. And But here's the thing. She's stunning. She's sexy. And she's cute. How are you mm-hmm. all three of those things? And without even trying too, by the way, with right. no effort. Like she None. is the, I woke up like this lady. She'll right? walk in with just like moisturizer on her face and that's it. It's like, I've get got out, some mo- okay. get out. All right. What? <laughs> that is disgusting. So you know what I went and did? I went and dug up a little bit of shots with Shahi for a flashback. If they flashback. I want a flashback. I can't decide if this is going to go great or awful, but I'm intrigued so far. <laughs> you okay there, Sunshine? And we'll take time with no, the headphones. No, no, no. My right? headphones were working for a second. <laughs> okay? They're back. Are you already drunk? Before you we haven't in? even done shots yet! <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the beautiful Sarah Shahi joins us in studio here on the Kevin Abid oh, Show. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's about time you came home. We've missed you. <laughs> I know. It has I've been a long LA. time. <laughs> of course, from, uh, from the terrific series Fairly Legal that left us too soon, she yeah. claims not to you know anything about this bullet to the head movie says she wasn't even in and i don't know about that we'll discuss no, no, and it's we stallone's bullet to the head <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about a uh, person of interest coming up so how have you been what's going on what's new oh what's new are these three lovely patron bottles yes. sitting in front of me right she's now bitty, bitty, and um let me just busting see, open smelling, a bottle i think we should just tr- we should we should just try we should try all well, of them let me just explain test. sarah what? sent i think ralph an email saying that she wants to do some shots when she comes she in. said yeah i'll come in but we're doing shots right so ralph got the alcohol because that's what ralph does and then sarah <laughs> walked in the studio she's like i didn't know you would take me seriously well when it comes to shots it God. doesn't take much pushing yeah and yeah. it doesn't take take much pulling from my arm either to get me to do this so <laughs> here we go what is this what is okay this? wait uh, this is Ooh, the uh, this the is the dark? patron cafe dark? cafe dark it's cocoa oh you know what i had in new york re- recently what was chocolate whiskey Oh, Chocolate that whiskey. Horrible. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Really? It was amazing. Really? I'm bringing some back, and then we're going to do it next time. I had chocolate right. vodka one time. Cheers. There you go. Cheers. That doesn't sound very good. No, <laughs> neither did yours. <laughs> <coughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it yes. sounded like, Sarah. F yes. Uh, F yes, indeed. F yes. Oh, that's tasty. I effing like that. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Flacco. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, your your husband was in here because he's a very talented actor on Shameless, of course. So we had yes, him in a couple is. of weeks ago, and I and I felt like we were all on our best behavior. We were we were trying Why? not to talk too much about you because we didn't want him we didn't want him to think we had him in because of you. We want, we were excited to meet him and to talk to him about his stuff. So we kind of kept you in the in the closet. She's pouring another shot. Oh yeah. come on, Bean! You had him in because of me. 
Not at all. Come on. That's, that's no, true. Uh, Sarah needs to believe that, Bean. Let her believe that. Exactly. Okay. Let me be right. the star in the family for once. I'm the funny one. No, I'm just um, saying we had a great time with Steve. He's a oh, super good. nice guy. Yes, that's he's all. a good guy. And he had such a great time. All right, listen. Let's yes. talk about some of your stuff. because you have Okay, so many wait. Let me just down the shot first. Right, Hold on one okay, second. Hold on. Number two. Okay. These are big shots, by the way. That's just boring. Ralph, are you keeping up or are you letting her go ahead? Hell yeah. Just keep That's a good one, too. F yes. Yeah, what, what's that one? Is it different than the other one? This one? Okay, this one is Cafe Dark, and yeah. then this one just says Cafe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah. Okay. So, the first one was more of like a liqueur. This is more like tequila, more coffee tequila. Okay. Yeah. Mm, they're both Can we talk good. about the Stallone mm-hmm. movie, please? Alcohol. Because Let's talk about the Stallone movie. Maybe. Okay, I'll pause it there, because this is 16 minutes of joy. This is from uh, February 4th, 2013. They get into the Stallone movie. They get into some of her TV shows. Every bit, it just goes back into some... She'll talk about the show for a bit, and then it'll just get into some chaotic drinking binge. Uh, So look that up on the archive, and she actually sits in for the showbiz beat. She's one of those guests where she's just funny the whole time. And like you said, you listen to it, and the whole thing is great. She's for a couple segments, a showbiz beat, and it's just great. All right, let's move on to the Frank and Friends show. Frank is writing a memoir and the reason he's writing is basically because of a beef with Mark Thompson. I'm at the age where everybody I used to work with is writing their memoir. Okay. And I'm reading some of these memoirs. And I'm not calling you out, Mark Thompson of Mark and Brian. But I guess I am. But, I mean, it's, like, interesting. It's like, oh, yeah, we got John Travolta invited us to his house to jump in his pool. Like, okay, well, how do you think that happened? Well, yes, how, <laughs> who, who do you think set that up for you? <laughs> that doesn't just happen. <laughs> so I thought, well, maybe I could write that, you know, a little bit about that and how those pieces came together, how that it didn't just magically show up. We didn't just, you know, it was, there was more to it than that. And all these other interesting things from radio and life. So I've been writing some of those, uh-huh. those behind-the-scenes anecdotes about mostly Los Angeles, but some about Washington, D.C. and Knoxville, too. I support it. Frank writing completely out of spite. I'd love to hear all those stories. Oh, yeah. You know he's got the best stories ever. He worked with everybody, and he knows everybody. Yes, he's he's worked with everybody, and apparently everybody's leaving him off of their memoirs or their stories or their autobiographies. (laughs) I hope Kevin doesn't leave him out. Oh, can you imagine? What a burn that would be. (laughs) Let's go over to Janky Town, and uh, you know how Dave has trouble saying some things in English. Well, he's having trouble saying his guest's name. Uh, what's up, Ralph? Hey. It's uh, Ralph. Hold on, I'm gonna fuck up your name. Guerrera. Get no, just the get guerra. Guerra. Yeah, because you you roll the R's. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not very Mexican. So. Right. No. I'm, Although I'm I did, either. I did go back to Mexico, and, and I feel that. I I got baptized again to yeah. being a Mexican. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna try it again. Hey, it's Ralph Guerra. No, Ger- fuck, dude. You gotta commit. You gotta yeah. commit. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Jank says it is Ralph Ger- Ger- Guerra. Oh, because it's not Guerrero. It's yes, not, not, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's what's oh. throwing you off. That's what's throwing you off. I thought it was my favorite, like my favorite Dodger, Pedro Guerrero. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought you were rolling your R's for Guerrero. No. I, I can't do that one. But I could do Ralph Guerrero. <laughs> Ralph Guerra. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Can you introduce yourself? Yeah, hey, guys. It's Ralph Guerra. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing was is that he said it correctly or sort of correctly. Uh, a couple of times, and then he said, no, that's not right, and wanted to go for Guerrero, which um, which boggled my mind. But it was a good show. Um, no beer mug still, so we're still looking for the body, I suppose. And they've never mentioned it. And they have not mentioned it. No mention of why beer mug's not there. It's pretty weird that he's just missing in action. Well, anyhow, Ralph is a comedian, and he's been touring around the States, and he went to El Paso which is a border town of Juarez, Mexico, which has a lot of uh, cartel action. So he goes into a story about his run-in with some of the cartels. El Paso is one of the safest cities uh, in the United States, and it's right (laughs) across from one of the most dangerous cities in the world. (laughs) Did you go over to Juarez when you were in? No, 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 no. Dude, we did the show, and uh, we we go to one of the local bars, and the guy who's the promoter who took us, he's like, oh, that's so-and-so's nephew's car. It was like this 
flat black uh, Land Rover parked in a handicapped spot. And we're like, oh, okay, so are we going in? They're like, oh, yeah, that's, it's cool. <laughs> it's and cool. he goes in, and we see all these cartel dudes. And if, you, if you've ever seen cartel dudes, basically they have like, they'll have like a real shiny like affliction shirt, a very, very folded brim hat, giant belt buckle, like gold, the biggest golden belt buckle you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and I told my buddy Sam, I was just like, all right, don't look anyone in the eyes. Fucking don't look at any girls. Just freaking keep your head to the ground. And the promoter goes straight up to this nephew. Was, oh, these are the comedians from the comedy show. And the, the guy looks at us, and he just goes, let's get him fucking drunk. And I was like, oh, no. You're like, I'm going to kill somebody tonight, oh, aren't shit, I? shit, dude. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, fast forward, like, two hours later, I have a gun in some freaking, some guy's mouth. Yeah, like, do you want to live? Shoot him. He lives, you live. You die. When he's describing the cartel guys, I'm like, that's a lot of people's uncles there. I was thinking... Anybody that wears an affliction shirt, you should steer clear of. <laughs> also, if someone says, yeah, hey, we're going to this bar, keep your head down. You know, don't talk to anybody. I'm like, oh, let's just go home. I don't know. It's some of the best times. Just go in. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're on the Ralph Report, and I have a clip that I brought in specifically for Jen. Ants marching, trust me, in the words of the great songsmith, Devin Matthews. What's his name? Declan Matthews? I don't know. Sean Matthews? Sean Matthews? Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. The Dave Matthews band. Ants marching was their big Sean Matthews. I don't know. The Sean Matthews band? Yes. Damn, he even forgot his name. That sucks. He hates Dave for some reason. (laughs) Ralph gave us a little bit of the behind the scenes for Queen J. Let me tell you a little something, a little pull back the curtain moment. Oh, God. The woman is a sucker for a rom-com. Really? Like, any rom-com? Any. She can't say Just... no. Like those Hallmark movies. <laughs> Ooh. Like the shittier, the better, it seems. Really? I'll find her watching stuff, and I'm like, what is so you this? just love Christmas time. It's just from I November do, to Christmas. I do, and I know there's a formula to all of them, but sometimes I need to turn my brain off because oh. I get like 400 well, questions a day. There's a difference between turning just... your brains off and poisoning your brain and so having it being it's attacked. Like, it's like a hit of meth. I don't know. So romantic comedies are just like meth. I agree with that. That'll work. That works right. Well, and what is the saying goes something to the effect of porn is to men like rom-coms are to women. It's all fake and floats your idea of what sex or romance should be and all that kind of fun stuff. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. All right. Ralph played a, a one-hand wonder from Quiet Riot, and he went into the background of the band still continuing today. The band continues to tour to this day. Although there are no original members of Quiet Riot left in the band that is currently touring. That's so weird. So I would say to them, stop it. <laughs> you're not quite, you're like you're the Matlock too. Stop doing that. <laughs> That'd be like if Eddie and I died and Cooperman and John Fink went out with the Ralph Report. <laughs> it just <laughs> kept it going. <laughs> it's, it's nice, I guess, as an homage, right. but really no one connected to the original product is That's still involved. That's an amazing idea. So I, I would say stop. Cooperman and uh, Fink did call in and say that they were starting the live Ralph report. I really think that's pathetic. Imagine, you know, a radio show ending over a pandemic and then, the, you know, some show picks it up and just Obviously. uses their drops, <laughs> just brings things in. I know. Come on. Brings things in. Can't you do show. your own content? Jeez. <laughs> You know, hey, just just takes their jokes. I, you know, let's just, you know, stop it. Just like Ralph says, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Another birthday this week was Jerry Lewis, and uh, Ralph brought up his connection to Jerry Lewis. I mean, the guy who accomplished a lot. He did. Let's not forget his very controversial phone call he had with the president of France. Oh yeah, Jacques Chirac. Hello, nice French lady. Hello. Hello, nice French lady. How are you? Still Jerry Lewis holding here. Is that uh, Jerry Lewis? Uh, Who are you calling from? I'm calling from Los Angeles, California, baby. 
Okay, uh, I pass it to the president. He is just right now here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hold on one thing. Hello. President Girac. Jacques Chirac speaking. President Jerry Lewis here from the United uh, States of America. May I be, can I be sure that you are Jerry Lewis speaking? I don't know how I can make you not sure, sir. What, <laughs> I, what can I do for you to make you think that it's me? No, I recognize your voice. Oh, excellent, then. Then no doubt about that. Thank you so much, sir. President Chirac had no doubt that it was Jerry Lewis. He could tell just Thank by God. his voice. <laughs> International incident. Yeah, I did. It's amazing. That's insane. I remember listening to this live, and I know we've talked about it just a little bit, but it's good to hear the old uh, recording. It's always funny. Always, always funny. Um, in the rest of the clip, he brings up uh, Jen actually re remembering it with him. And it's interesting to see how this big moment, he just doesn't think about anymore. It's a fascinating, yeah. fascinating top piece. to bottom because it's nuts. And yeah. it's funny, uh, Queen Jay was listening to me put the, the audio together. Yeah. And she's like, that was a thing that you did. That's crazy. And, That's I, and I said, I forget sometimes that that ever happened to me in my life. That but might be the biggest thing you've ever done. It might be. And yet I rarely think about it unless someone brings up Jerry Lewis. It's crazy, the ramifications that could have had. It could have been disastrous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and now I'm wondering, do we get to go to France together or just leave you behind every time? I wonder if there's a picture at me at, at, at customs. Jerry Lewis, Lewis glasses on and slick hair. Yes, I'm here to kind of visit your lovely country. Hi, I want to come and do the thing with the president. Hi. But he's gone now. He's not the president he, of France. He passed anymore. away. Yeah. So I think the statue. So did Jerry Lewis. They're both dead. Oh, that's true. I should try to come in as Jerry and see if they know that. Right. Come in as zombie Jerry. Macron wouldn't get know. all makeup like. Uh, brains. Oh, hi. Wanting so many brains to eat. I'm hungry. Well, hi. Zombie Jerry Lewis needs to be the next drawn in 60 seconds. I, that somebody would be a great idea. Yeah. All right. And I saw Zombie Jerry Lewis at the Troop, by the way. Great band. Oh, man, that is a great name for a band. <laughs> Shit. I, I got the what, the Jankadelic and the Zombie Jerry Lewis band. Oh, fuck. And, and lastly, Jerry Lewis brought us this. I'll show you some material you'll know. Oh, God. <laughs> <gasps> Do it well. Oh, yeah. No. G -g -g Dusty Kowtow. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's great. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm-hmm. So good. Just as hard. Smell it. <laughs> uh. It was terrific. Yes. All right, clean it out of here. Lady Gaga! Get a day job. Get <laughs> a day job. <laughs> By the way, you can find the old Jerry Lewis, Dean Martin radio shows at the Internet uh -huh. Archive. Oh, wow. Interesting stuff. I mean... There's a lot of energy to them. They're very funny, very weird. I recommend listening to them. All right. We'll look those up. <laughs> All right, here's the theme. Hello, and welcome to a very special flashback. Because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now, flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. Nice. All right. Um, since I'm not prepared today, I have a folder that just says saved for later. So we're just going to get some random shit. <laughs> I love random. That's perfect for today. Lindsay played a clip um, off her phone and how you're doing folders for later. This is a great show. I love this. All right. Uh, okay. This one I edited back in May 2022. We went to Mars was how we ended up. <laughs> Let's talk about that info being. And this oh, isn't God. this isn't so much about Bean because we can't do anything about him. Yes, I'm kind of angry at uh, and Mike and Lisa. Both. I know, I know, both. I've been slipping. <laughs> Thanks that info <laughs> Bean uh, is a feature that we do. Bean uh, has many varied interests. He's not interested in anything we're interested in, though. However, that's no, the problem. No. Well, so, that's that's unfair, by the way, because I'm right there with you when it comes to talking about hot chicks or mm. sports or food or anything else. It's just that my interest. Go beyond that, and that's where I guess we run into some conflict. You guess so. Bean uh, is on online all day during the show, and he st finds something interesting, so he he has to share it with us. And we've told him repeatedly that you don't feel like you have to read constantly from the internet to us. Yes, 
Because if there's no conversation about that topic, and there isn't usually, he just comes right out of the blue and says something. But the rules are that Mike and Lisa, you're not supposed to engage him in conversation. You when he see. says something, when he says something stupid like that, you let him hang. You should see the, the looks that Kevin shoots me <laughs> when I forget the rule and respond, my God. You could you could melt me to the floor with that look. Right. So play so play along. I know. I just if forget. you want to type him an email and go, that was the most interesting thing I've ever heard. Go ahead. It is awkward when we all sit there and don't say anything. Here's a mic example. All right. And Bean knows his audience kind of a little bit, so he'll say things to Mike or things to Lisa that he thinks they might be interested. In. They never are, but he thinks they are. He says, out of the blue, no conversation going on. Labrador retrievers are the most popular dog in the world for the 14th year in a row. Okay, Lisa and, Lisa and Mike are both big dog fans. I thought would be interested okay. in what other people are All doing right. with their dogs. Okay, Bean, I'm going to tell you this again. We're, we don't need more clarification on these <laughs> topics. I'm, what I'm saying I'm is why I these topics up, are too much already, so don't feel like you have to add to them. But neither of us have that particular dog. So I don't. Really, I don't either. I don't. Really I don't either. Care. But okay. I'm interested in, in why that's such a popular breed. That's, that's great. Blog. So he <laughs> yeah. says it out loud, and Lisa doesn't say anything. And Mike, <laughs> douchebag that he is, says they are fun. <laughs> I write this stuff down every time, word for word. And I look at Mike and what? What? What are you saying? They are. They might be fun. Don't say that. Don't respond to him. I'm sorry. That just encourages him. Yeah. So then, uh, let's see, where's a Lisa one? This is really just about berating us now, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is, because <laughs> you, you're not Bean. playing along. Well, Bean has uh, been unable to help himself for many, many years. Yeah. So Bean says, guys, guys, they just found the fossil from the world's largest snake. <laughs> now, it's really hard for Lisa to not respond it because is. it's unnatural. Because she's the nicest person in the world. But it's Except really the it only it's the only way to try and get Bean to understand that he doesn't have an audience. Yes. So no one said anything. And then Bean continues as if we did. It was 43 feet long. That's then, pretty freaking amazing, by the way. Don't need clarification? or I'm just saying, even, even now, you should be happy to hear about a 43-foot long snake. That's mind-blowing. What did I do? Thanks for that info, B. So there was a long pause after it was 43 feet long. And then Lisa finally gave in and said, that's a big snake. <laughs> and then there was that a was pause. Insightful. And then there was a pause. And then I yelled at Lisa, Lisa, stop it. And then Bean continued as if none of that went on and said, I need to own one. <laughs> I remember that. And we said nothing. Thanks for that info, B. <laughs> It's a big snake. I I, I I love the post office so much. <laughs> Nothing. No one said anything. In this particular case, we, we were all good. not to say anything there. And then Bean continues, I went twice yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if he hears voices in his head like he thinks we're responding to him. Maybe that's what happens. Sometimes coworkers will share conversation about how they spent the previous day since they haven't seen each other at work. That's if all. I said that in this. I know this room. This is not an easy room. Correct. If I have a story, it better be good. Correct. And, and going if you, to the post office, post office twice in one day is not a good that's story. That's not a good story. And oh, I would be I would roundly be, mocked for even saying that. And rightfully that. so. I would be all about trying to find out why and what you had to mail the second time. I would uh, be fascinated with that. <laughs> So then Bean says, wow, of course. By the way, wow is just a, he's just begging for somebody to go, what? Yes, that's annoying. Wow. The man, the, the, the man from Uncle is out on DVD today. <laughs> and then no one said anything. And then still no one said it. It was a longer pause than usual. And then Bean followed it up with, I might need to own that. <laughs> Everything ends well, with, I might need to own that. That's that info, Bean. Because my snake and I might enjoy watching it. So then one week after the election of uh, Barack Obama, mm -hmm. Bean says, guys, guys. And again, no conversation about this. I didn't know until today that Barack Obama was left-handed. <laughs> and Ralph, who was in the room at the time, did the right thing because he said, why the F would we care about that? <laughs> and then Bean, as if Ralph didn't just scream that at the top of his lungs, said... So is George Bush Sr. and Bill Clinton. I don't think Bean hears us. I really think he just hears whatever voices conversation. Yeah. 
I think just like you have decided to hear me but not listen, that's what I'm doing <laughs> with you in return. I think there's no two-way conversation guys, going on here anymore. Guys, I'm watching video right now from President McKinley's inauguration. <laughs> That's pretty cool nope, that that exists. Nope.com. Are you the fact nope. that there's video com. from freaking eighteen ninety-six doesn't impress That's you? Info B. In this particular case, Psycho Mike did say, uh, and he used the S word that I can't use. Mm-hmm. He said, You're a piece of crap <laughs> to be. And that meant nothing to him. And finally, wait, wait. Why does John Grisham write so many books? That's <laughs> what he said. He yes, led with that. I remember that's, that. That's a great question. And Stupid How? Lisa got suckered right in. Stupid Lisa said, I don't know. And this is deep, deep insight, Lisa. I don't know. Some are good and some are not. That's what passes for conversation in this room. So I'm saying we can't help being. Because he's just, he's bad. Well, I was way. saying that when you write so many Don't books, need any clarification from you either. They might not all be good. Listen, this, here's the point, and this might be what you're missing. <laughs> you don't judge what Bean says on whether it's interesting or not. We have to give teach him a lesson. So even if it's interesting, file it away. Talk to him later. Do not respond to him. Lisa. I'm sorry, Kevin. I will I'm throw re- things I'm at you. so sorry. Mike, I will throw things at I you apologize. as well. I apologize. All right. Is everyone on the same page? Thanks for that info, Bean. <laughs> These were the ones where uh, Kevin was just on fire, you know? I mean, he just had his shit together. No, you don't respond, and you don't do this, and stupid Lisa. I mean, it's just so funny. Uh, I, I point out more snake talk. Yeah. He had a lot of snake talk on the podcast this week. I guess he he's did. always loved anacondas. <laughs> and why does John Grisham write so many books? Well, I'll have you know that uh, not only was George H.W. Bush, the senior, left-handed, but also Ronald Reagan. But a lot of times they forced him to write with his left hand, so he, with his right hand, so he wrote right-handed. Gerald Ford was also left-handed. Harry S. Truman, Herbert Hoover, James A. Garfield, he was left-handed. And Garfield was assassinated. And I was, I'm listening to a podcast of him being assassinated. And the, the thing about it was, is he was shot but what killed him was the medical treatment more than anything because the doctor would stick his hand unsanitized mm. into, into the mm. wound, trying to get the okay. bullet out. Uh. And then- I know it is creepy when you look back before they knew what germs were. A lot of people would die from the treatments. Yeah. It's yeah. really weird to look back at medical treatments back in those days. It's, yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, so he died from septic shock from being, you know, from being so infected why do some people tune out <laughs> Bean would have been so proud of that little segment christopher <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome Thank you. uh, all right now i got a ralph's rant all right ralph there seems to be a lot of anger in yes. you these days are you seeing somebody do you have a therapist <laughs> I, don't you need, I don't need a work therapist. It out? i don't need to see anybody i can just come on the radio and just get it all out you Should got, you be boxing more? I mean, it just seems like yeah. there's a lot of aggression. Yeah, I'd it like, does. You want to get in the ring with me? <laughs> you want to really, help? You really want to help? I would, I would drop you, but other than that, oh, that would solve a oh, whole host of problems. Better. This may be a whole new break. <laughs> we might not even talk about what we're going to talk about here. What is it you're so upset about, like, every single day? Why do you always have veins popping out of your forehead when you come in here now? Because you know what the problem is? Not enough people are angry. Yeah. That's why we have so many problems in the world, because not enough people get incensed at the at the, the the craziness that surrounds us on an everyday basis. Too much complacency. That's right. Everyone just, just oh, okay, they just walk through life and let this bad or, stuff happen, and no or, one takes a stand. All that for evil to su- succeed, all that needs to be done is men for good nothing. <laughs> Right. Well you know said. <laughs> or a lot Today more people are starting to adopt a, hey, it's not for me, but, you know, more power to you, live and let live attitude. Nope. Wrong, sir. Not Ralph. And that's why he's here for Ralph's rant. One man. One quest. He doesn't sleep until corruption and deceit is brought to the forefront. His crusade is to make right on all that is wrong in the world. A fighter for injustice. He will avenge us all. His name, Ralph Garman, and this is Ralph's Rants. I've decided this week that fashion must be brought to its knees. 
Well, you're the man to do it. Fashion. <laughs> you got a head start. Fashion must be destroyed. Okay. This, uh, fashion, this arbitrary, these arbitrary rules that get handed down from no one in particular that everyone seems that, that they have to start following because why? Oh, because it's fashion. Because yeah. someone told you you had to do it. This all happened the other day. I was in the other room with uh, my two good friends, uh, Kevin Ryder and uh, Dave, the king of Mexico, Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. And they were both wearing shorts. And I looked down and I said, why are you wearing chick socks? And they're like, these are guys' athletic socks. These aren't girls' socks. They're men's socks. And I said, well, then why do they only come up to just the top of your foot? Just above your ankle. They're not above your ankle. They're below your ankle. They're way below your ankle. They're like just on the top of your foot. Well, they're just right at that bone. They're the, 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 the socks that girls wear when they play <laughs> tennis. That's what they are. They're girls' athletic socks. And I was told, no, 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 this is now the fashion. This is what guys wear when they wear shorts. They can't wear regular socks. They go on your ankle. It has to, it has to be below the ankle because that's the fashion. Plus okay. you get that stupid tan line above the ankle, right? The yeah, that's, that's Kevin's problem. That's all, my problem. All those tan lines he's got all the time. <laughs> You're right. But I can't be pulling the socks up above my knee. That also looks dumb. Yeah, that does that look dumb. also is not a, not a good option. Oh, right. so they should but just for be hundreds of years, there were ankle? just socks that would just go on your ankle. Just Guys would just put on socks and shoes and just go out of the house. Every right. day. But that's They're what I do. No, you're wearing little girl socks. Or as they used to be known, peds. Girls <laughs> used to wear peds. peds. They're absolutely peds. No, peds go right peds where are. the shoe is. That's where his are. No, they're higher than they're that. They're higher than that. They're, they're about ankle. Whatever happened to men. good old socks that men used to wear? Just uh, put on socks wow. and just go out. And then I, I was know. told, I said, why are you wearing those? And then Mike said, well, that's the fashion. You can't wear socks up on your ankles anymore. That's not the fashion. You can't wear that. I wear them when I wear jeans, but if I have shorts on, I have to put on the short, short socks because that's the fashion. Yeah, and that's when I decided I was doing the wrong thing. Who, who, are, who are these people? The fashion people who are telling us what to do. You know what, you well, know what the fashion people gave us, has given, have given us over the years? What? Acid wash jeans. Yeah. Fashion gave us those. Yeah, it's true. Fanny packs. Yep. Brought to you by fashion. That's true. Headbands on men. Fashion. So, true. Parachute yeah. pants, fashion. <laughs> yeah. Skinny ties, Madro shorts, sure. Zubaz, Crocs, Uggs, trucker hats. <laughs> all brought to you courtesy of fashion. The one thing that you know for a fact is that fashion five years from now will mock Absolutely. What it You're is hideous. Now. How dare you wear that? You told me five years ago it was cool. No, now we're telling you it's not. Yeah. Let me give you a time-lapse conversation with fashion, okay? Hey, fashion. <laughs> hey, fashion. What do you think of my polo shirt? You like my polo shirt? Where's, where's your alligator? Excuse me? Where's your alligator on your polo shirt? What? You have to have an alligator on your polo shirt. All right, I'll put one on there. How do you, how do you like my polo shirt now? What? What? You're wearing an alligator on your polo shirt? What's wrong with you? Where's your little guy on a horse with a, with a polo mallet? Where's he? Oh, I don't know. Let me go change it. All right, here. Here's the guy. Here's the polo player. What do you think? You're still wearing polo shirts? What's wrong with you? All right, let me take this polo shirt off. Uh, hey, where's your polo shirt? All right, let me put it back on. Yeah. Hey, why don't you pull the collar up on that polo shirt? Yeah. Excuse me? No, pop the collar. Put it up. Well, it doesn't belong. It's just a small collar. It's it's, it's you know it's loose. It's loose fabric. It doesn't doesn't really stand up. Put it up. Put the collar up. All right, I'm gonna put the collar up. Fashion. How do we look now? Hey, put on another shirt. What? Put on another polo shirt. On top. Well, I'm already wearing a polo shirt. Put one on top of the other one. All right. And they put on two polo shirts. Put on a third. Excuse me. Put on a third polo shirt with all the collars popped up. Wait a minute. You want me to put? It's hot out. You want to put on three polo shirts and put the collars up on all of them? Right. Yes. Why? Because I'm fashion. Mm -hmm. Okay? Here's my three polo shirts <laughs> with the collars up. How do I look now? You look like an ass. Take those <laughs> off. No one would wear that. That's a conversation with fashion. That seems pretty accurate, by the way. It, it does. And by the way, that's coming go. back. I was with my wife. What's was watching the back? Style Network, and there was a guy on a runway with three polo oh, shirts with no. the collars popped on. Wow. Really? No. So, Kanye West, it's that freaking Kanye West. That's who we have to blame. <laughs> so fashion said yes, no, yes? That's what fashion does. What's up with that? That's what I'm asking! <laughs> you were saying earlier that Simon Cowell, who wears these shirts sometimes that are down to his navel with all the hair showing, you're saying that that is now the look, too, right? Yes, uh, the that... deep-plunging V-neck shirt for men. All right, I'll get one which of those. Has been, which has been mocked for years as being so out of date, right? Right. And here's the thing. That's what they get you. Because that's how fashion fooled you. They tell you everyone has to wear this. And the only people, by the way, who are slaves to fashion are people who are desperate to stand out or desperate to blend in. Those are the people who are slaves to fashion. Or you have the lightnings of the world who are both. They're desperate <laughs> to be an individual, so they go over and stand with this crowd of people that's doing one thing. And they think that will make them be more of an individual by joining this crowd. It's insane. <laughs> 
So they say, oh, no, you, you got to, everyone's got to wear this. So then everyone wears it, and they go, oh, no, this isn't fashion anymore because everyone's doing it. Yeah. So no one can do it. So then everyone stops doing it, and then five years goes by, and then one guy says, you know what? No one is wearing that anymore. No one's put on that members-only jacket anymore. No one's popping their collar anymore. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to stand out. And I come up yeah. and say, well, you're a jackal. But then everyone says, oh, wait a minute, that guy's doing something. Maybe I should do that, too. And then everyone starts doing it again. <laughs> Ralph, um, many emailers are weighing in to ask where wearing women's underwear falls on the fashion <laughs> Now, here's my other point. That's not fashion. And here, you're going to find this hard to believe, but my hero in this battle, of, of all things, that, that, that fashion, the evil of fashion, mm-hmm. Bean Baxter. Well, what? Consistently what? the opposite of. As true. much we mock Bean for what he wears, and rightly so, he consistently wears whatever he likes, whatever he feels comfortable in, whatever he personally likes. He is not a slave to what other people say you should or shouldn't wear. So even though I think he looks hideous, he does. He's a guy who says this is just what I like to wear, and I'm going to wear that, and I respect that most out of out of everyone who, who deals with these this fashion uh, nonsense. I uh, appreciate that, but I, I not only am wearing the same fashion. In many cases, I'm wearing the same clothes that I've been wearing for the right. last 25 years. But that's so because it is you, the same. It's like a uniform for me. It's basically just shorts and a t-shirt and, and tube socks and sneakers but every single day. Yeah, but sometimes comes... you put on a Rasta hat or something. You throw it some just hideous thing that no one in the right mind would do, but you do it because you want to do it. And I, and I do, although I disagree with it, I respect the fact that you do fashion that. knocks at his door and he doesn't answer exactly <laughs> I like and i that. understand there's a certain need for fashion certainly women uh, live and, and die by this stuff but as guys i'd like to think that maybe we're just a little bit outside of that we don't have to live by those rules and if we have to change the size of our ties or the width of our ties or our lapels or whatever to try to stay in a certain realm of fashion i can even sort of get behind that <laughs> but when you start hitting the basics the things that guys have been wearing for 500 years that we all wear every day that worked have worked perfectly fine like gloves with fingers on them. <laughs> for, for thousands of years, men has been wearing a glove, which is a piece of cloth that wraps around your hand and all five of your fingers, in essence, to keep them warm. That's so not, that's so out. Why, when all of a sudden did we decide that, no, the fingers have no purpose in the glove anymore? Just cut them all off. Just It's all just bare fingers and covered palms now. Yeah, when did yeah. that become that that's a good decision to make? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't doesn't make any sense. You can't yeah. have holes in your belt anymore. What, you, you, you got a, a belt that has... No. No, no more holes in your belt. How do you how do you tighten it? It then? just tightens around the buckle somehow. What? You can't wear socks with things that cover your ankles anymore. No, that doesn't work. Come on, people now. Smile on your brother. Smile on your brother. <laughs> All right. Let's so reject the... facts. Let's 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 send it back to where it came from. Let's say no. You're not going to get any more of our our consumer dollars anymore just by randomly telling us what we should and shouldn't wear every five years. So let me see if I got this straight. You, Ralph Garman, are saying let's all. Be like Bean. I know. It's madness. That's what you're saying. But I'm saying wear what you like. Wear what's comfortable. Wear what what expresses your personality. Don't be sucked in by the fashionistas of the world. There you go. All right. That's a good message for Dave. Don't let the Italians win is what you're saying, basically. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) All right. Very nice. Thank you, Ralph. Uh, (laughs) So let's all dress like Bean. When was – I didn't know Ralph was so down. You know, the higher the socks, the downer the fool. (laughs) <laughs> that reminds me of an old Mad Magazine article, and it was called, uh, you're poor, you're making it, you've made it. So when you're poor, you just wear whatever because no one cares anyway. When you're making it, you wear whatever's in style, no matter how much it costs. When you've made it, you wear whatever the heck you want, and that's the fashion. You better dress like that. So that's Bean. He's made it. <laughs> Well, it was funny. I happened to stop by uh, Kohl's yesterday because I just needed some T-shirts, just a black T-shirt, navy blue, gray, neutral colors, just needed something to wear, just functional. That's all. Okay. Okay. I, I love socks. I have a ton of socks and they're all the same. None of those fancy colors. And they're all short really? socks. I don't like the long socks. I don't like. Well, how socks. short though? They're they're no show. They're right there at the, like you was talking oh, about. Oh, really? Those yeah. make me uncomfortable. No, I can't. I can't wear them on the calf. <laughs> Feels weird. I'll only wear them if I'm wearing boots. Right. But you know, but the modern mm-hmm. sock wasn't really invented until 1845 when elastic was invented. So it couldn't have been 500 years when when men are wearing socks as Ralph knows them and describes them. Even though- um. Okay. So then, what about like when? Okay, these are artist depictions, but when they would wear the wigs. And they would have like the guys would have like little heeled shoes, mm-hmm. and they would have like a 
looks like a sock. I don't know. And then they had the little pantaloons that went above the knee. True. Socks have been worn since about 500 BC uh, in some version. But socks as we know them couldn't have existed without elastic because that's what keeps them up. Prior to that, it was more like hosiery where it would, you know, need to require a garter or something right. like that. Oh, all right. Okay. So that's why they invented garters. Thanks for that info, Bean. <laughs> Thanks for that info, Christopher. <laughs> Wait, where's my... Why do some people... A there it is. Out. Very <laughs> educational show today. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, listening. Sorry I was late. A little confusion and... Uh, go ahead and share, share with your friends and we'll see you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. We'll be without Edwin. We'll be sans Edwin. Oh, no, Edwin. So Lindsay. Going on vacation to Vegas. Guess where I'm going? The Museum of Pinball in Vegas. Woohoo. Nice. (laughs) For a week? Someone told me they had these things called casinos. Casinos, casinos. I don't know what those are. (laughs) You're going to the Museum of Pinball for a week? Not the whole week. I'll be there like four days. Oh, okay. Well, you have a great time, Edwin. Yes. I will. Also, Ralph brought up going to Vegas with the whole. Oh, that's again. right. So that's. I was possible. taking notes, but none of his suggestions seemed fun to me. Oh, come on, Edwin. I mean, what, did he, what did he say? Like a stripe club? I don't know. You got to wear stripes there? Casinos? <laughs> none of the things he mentioned had any interest for you me. You just got to go in blind like Kevin. Just go with the flow. That's the only way you'll do things. <laughs> you know that's the way you wind up you know missing your plane but then winding up on the plane with the international soccer team and spending the whole weekend with right. them you know <laughs> the kevin plan yeah yes. i do want to be the kevin so just you just got to say yes just go okay i'll report back on the, which pinball games i played all right perfect <laughs> excellent all right bye, okay everybody. bye guys Shop plays a mean pinball. You know what, party pooper? You don't need a count. Yeah. You don't need a count. Woo! He's a pinball wizard. There's gotta be a twist. A pinball wizard. F you, what Ralph. was dinner? F you. What was a bo- <laughs> bottle of Patron? F you, Ralph. <laughs> F you hard. Um, if you insist. <laughs>